Good morning, everyone. This is Unsilenced Truths by Kyra Scott, Season 2, Episode 8, I believe. So, a lot of things have happened, have been going on, but I don't even know where I want to begin in telling you. I made a list of things to talk about on my phone. But I didn't really organize them. I really meant to record this yesterday. So here I am. You know, I slept on it. Had some time to reflect further. And I'm like, dang, like, how do I even want to talk about this? Well, today is a Pio Women Conference. You know, I exactly don't really know what, like, Pio means. But it's a small group that I'm in with my church. Ooh, my church. Well, the church I've been attending. Maybe I said it right before. And... I'm a little nervous because just with the way life has been unfolding lately, I feel like I'm once again moving away from what I know and what is comfortable and just how I have been living lately and what that looks like and multiple areas. And, you know, when you go to things like this, you go experience expecting something to like change you or to receive some type of information that can be helpful. So I was telling Geraldine, I was like, I'm nervous. Like I'm not necessarily like excited. And she's like, is it because like, you know, that, you know, there's something for you there. And it's kind of just like, you know, being afraid to evolve and change and kind of like becoming more of the person that you're you know that you're supposed to be the person you always wanted to be and the person that you're called to be and I just definitely feel like I'm being pruned and stripped of a lot of things and I can tell in certain areas that I am resisting but just lately I don't I don't want to get frustrated, but it's basically like dealing with pain. And I saw a TikTok and they were talking about emotional pain and releasing it was basically like taking a dump, like pooping. And that when your stomach's hurting in a certain type of way, you can recognize, oh, I probably need to go poop. And, you know, sometimes when you are pooping, there is this pain and this discomfort, like, you know, maybe you're straining a little bit or a lot but ooh, my eye looks red but um you feel so much better afterwards and that's kind of how it is with like your emotions like when you've been suppressing them or pushing them down or you know just trying not to focus on them too much eventually it starts to hurt to a point where you're like yeah I need to do something to get this out and you know, release it and relieve myself of this pain. And that's kind of just really what I want to talk about. Um, yesterday, my friend Leela called me and I was calling her for a pep talk. And her back was hurting, like she felt like she pulled her back and I could tell she was in like excruciating pain, like the way she was describing it and she was reacting, like anything that she did was causing this pain like just any slight movement and she was telling me that you know 
her job would allow her to get some relief from that back pain. But, you know, it was after Friday, she was moving stuff and she wouldn't be going back to work until Monday. And she was trying to figure out how to like live with this pain. And as she was going about driving home, she was trying to, what was she saying? Trying to muscle it through. Like just some of us are just so used to like having to work through pain and just push through that she was like basically like trying to like muscle over it. And I'm like, you know, and she's like, I know it must be like a problem. You're like, it must hurt really bad if I'm working this hard to not really pay attention to that pain and I still feel it and me being me I relate it to my own life and I'm like maybe I'm doing that with things that are hurting me because I'm tired of just being in that place of like not that I'm complaining or like I'm trying to do better with choosing joy and thinking positive thoughts but you know give myself minimal amount of room to like really figure out what's hurting me nowadays in order for me to deal it deal with it it's like I don't want it to let it I don't want to let it consume my everyday life to the point where I'm in despair but I don't want to never address it or never take a look at it and it just keep getting worse if that makes sense and while she was driving she ended up on this particular road um a little bit more bumpy a little bit less paved and she's like why does this road hurt so much more than the others and I was thinking about them I was like yeah like you know sometimes in life we're going through things that are painful like growing pains or like you know loss of a loved one or just a change in environment just a lot of different things can cause pain even like just maybe like this week has been like very stressful and you haven't gotten enough sleep and like you're not feeling your best and like it just you're drained and I was like there are times in like life and I feel like definitely for me I'm in one right now I'm like why does this road hurt so much more than the others like those were painful too but this one hurts in a different way and I just got to keep going down this one to get to my destination so I thought that was something that was very interesting I told her um, I'm gonna let her pain inspire me when I talk to you guys but during like the mess like or in the midst of all this Bella has this tendency to like stare at the gate waiting for this cat to come by so she can bark at it and honestly it's gotten a little out of hand so if anybody has like dog training recommendations let me know because Bella's been tripping lately and I don't know why but I'm like Bella who are you waiting for and that got me thinking like who am I waiting for? Who am I waiting to... And I don't know exactly what I'm waiting for. I think that's the even <laughs> crazier part about all of this. I'm like, okay, I just know things are going to get better, but I don't know exactly what I'm waiting on, but I know it's going to be something better, something better in the things that I'm aware of and things that I wasn't aware of that I didn't realize I needed better in. Like, I don't know. But even then, when I'm like expecting something to come in and save me or something like... A solution to a problem to pop up it's like who do I think that solution is gonna come through and I'm like am I waiting on myself am I waiting on God am I waiting on other people like what's going on here so that was something else I was thinking about and then as of lately like you know trying to work on renewing my mind and renewing my heart I'm like, okay, what are like little habits that 
I always like say aren't a big deal like you know in the terms of what music I listen to like I don't know I'm gonna be real with y'all for a second like I've recently found out like Christian music really is as good as other music so like I can see how people could like listen to nothing else but that and I often wonder like is that supposed to be like some like stepping stone where you're really like keeping your mind cleaned and your ears clean but I'm like I don't know like you I can't even make the excuse to say like I like this song because of the beat because some of the beats on these other songs are fire like people are really using their god-given talents for god but I haven't like let go of my secular music I guess and you know I will keep figuring that out for myself. But I was thinking about it in a way of like, okay, so the days that I do like not listen to secular music, basically, like how do I feel those days? What is my mind like? And when, you know, I do listen to like secular music for a little while, like how am I feeling after that? Like what's going on? And then how do I feel when I go more time just listening to like Christian music and I hope that makes sense because like the analogy I had or I guess the story to go along with it is the dogs went to a dog park yesterday um Bliss was allowed to go play with the other dogs but I had to keep Bella separate because she's been mean to other dogs lately like y'all help me please but I gave them a, a bath each a bath the day before and I was like Ugh, they're dirty again so I wiped them down with some wipes and I looked at Bliss and I was like, well, Bliss, you were actually in like the dog park with all the dirt. Your ears must be dirty. And I was cleaning her ears out and all the gunk. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, there's like a whole bunch of things that happen with your ears when they're dirty. Like, you know, you can get ear infections. Dogs can get ear mites. Um maybe like it's harder for her to hear like that discomfort of knowing your ears dirty like there's just a lot of things that come with it and I was like thinking of like in my life what what happens when I allow my ears to get dirty so that was another thought for me to ponder and then back to the pio thing so I personally when it comes to trips I'm usually the one who drives unless I'm playing passenger princess but that's like an aspect of me that I like to control and I'm not really supposed to be driving because you know like with my head and stuff and getting tired and the blurred vision so I was even debating if I wanted to go to Pio because I'm like I'm supposed to be resting but I'm like you know I don't want to miss out on what God has for me so and the girls were very encouraging for me to go so I got my ticket and basically I agreed to carpool with you know somebody I don't really know for real like I don't really know these people I just met them but I'm being trusting of the fact that I don't have to be in control of every little thing and I don't have to you know always use so much energy trying to be in charge like I can just sit back and go with the flow and let let God take the wheel so that's what I'm doing I'm working on trusting others in that aspect of getting me to and from someplace safely um just their judgment and their mind and it allows me to relax a little bit Ooh, let me take a sip i don't think that really gave me the um the relief i wanted i'm drinking a smoothie 
has mixed berries in it like blueberry blackberry raspberry strawberries has like half a banana some sliced peaches some greek yogurt so that's my breakfast back to the notes so also yesterday when i was like trying to have my time with god because i'm like you know why do i feel like this God, I think I'm doing all the right things and I'm trying to like live better within the purpose you have for me. I'm trying to take these baby steps and trying to acknowledge my feelings. Um, and I'm trying to choose joy and this is hard. And I, I know that my sole purpose isn't always just to do, 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 do. So like, I need you to come love on me for a minute. And I was watching this Mike Todd snippet and he was talking about getting close um like being so close that you can see the details that you didn't see from far back and I thought about that and I was like okay like you know I've always like believed in Jesus and you know I didn't always have a lifestyle that reflected it I mean some even some things now I'm working on but just like I said, in the sense of not going to church for a long time, like not only have I joined a church, basically I'm in small groups, so I'm getting involved in some way and I'm able to learn a lot of things through that community and that one-on-one -on -one time with people and having those discussions rather than trying to figure it all back from across the field. And I'm like, wow, like things really do look different when you're up close. And he was talking about how like when he's preaching and when he gets hot, the first thing that starts to sweat is his nose. And since the camera's so close, it's able to catch that and how God wants us to be that close to him um, in order to like not miss out on the things that he's doing. So when God moves, we know because we're that close and I think he was talking about Elijah and Elisha and you know how the chariot came and took him up in the sky and the other dude was so close that he was able to catch his clothes and I was like wow like to be that close to you know miracles signs and wonders like I gotta make sure that I'm doing my part to stay close to him in the best way that I can and not necessarily trying to reach God from across the room like walking up and going to him to have whatever conversation instead of me like you know being from a distance waving at him and beckoning for him to come over so I thought that was definitely something interesting and what was funny was it took me like three times watching that video to like get it like the first time I was like "Ooh, this is good and then I was trying to like catch the part that I was really like sitting with me and I ended up watching it two more times but even with me being outside, um, I was like, wow, I haven't really been able to sit in my like backyard area for a while. I just I've been doing a lot, trying to figure out a lot, trying to take care, take care of my health. And I noticed a small bird that I haven't really seen before. And I'm like, who is this bird? Like, you're not the typical birds I usually see over here. And I'm like, well, I haven't been living in this place too long. I had a swallow. Um... So maybe he's looking at me like, who's this chick? Like, I haven't seen you around before. And that's kind of like how I imagine the conversation with the bird going. But then I looked up and I was like, wow, like there's woodpeckers. There were, there were two woodpeckers in the tree above me and I could see them hopping all around. And I was just like mind blown because I'm like, why do I keep seeing all these birds? I, like, I was thinking about an owl one day 
I saw an owl. I was thinking about the fox and the hound and how there's a small bird, an owl, and a woodpecker in that movie. And then I end up seeing two. And I was just like, that's insane. Like, what does all these little things mean? I'm one of those people, like, when things start to feel more like they're not just a coincidence, like, I really do try to pay attention and try to, like, learn as much as I can from the world around me. And... You know, in that movie, there's this fox and this hound and they meet as babies, basically, and they play around a lot and they are like next door neighbors. Like the fox lives with this elderly woman, the hound lives with this elderly man who likes to hunt and his other dog and they're best friends and they're playing. And I guess the fox caused a scare on the old man's property and was claiming that the fox was trying to get his chickens and then the hunting dog went away on like a winter trip and came back in the spring and they were both older but he was a fully trained hunting dog and he was supposed to you know get badgers um raccoons and foxes and different things like that and I was like wow like when he when the hound left the fox was like he would never change. Like, we're going to be best friends forever. And I was like, you know, how many times have I thought that about somebody? This person's never going to change. Like, I know they're going to change, but like who we are and like what we value right now in this moment is never going to change. We're never going to let go of it. And we're going to be together forever, whether that's friends or like a community or a loved one or hell, even relationships. And I'm just like, wow, like, eventually I didn't get through the rest of the movie to really like jog my memory but I know at some point the hound catches the fox and he's like I'm gonna let you go just this once but like the next time I'm gonna have to like obey my master and I'm just like wow just wow so that was a round story take what you want from it (laughs) but yes like this has been crazy just trying to do things out of the ordinary really struggling to maintain school and I guess that's another point I can come back to Leela about with our pep talk she was telling me that what was upsetting me was I didn't know how everything was going to get done I didn't know how I was going to get back on track in my classes be on the same page and pass them and and graduate I didn't know what I was going to do about my job situation in the sense of like I want good income but I want a good environment for me and I want somewhere I can grow and you know I'm not saying my job's going to be absolutely peaceful but I want to be happy and feel like this job really values the things that I value and then in the sense of relationships like what am I going to do I is this something that I'm going to work on fixing is it something that I just need to let go is it something that I let go for a little while and then when we're both ready, like I I had no clue. Like I have no clue. I don't want to sit here and make all of these decisions because I know that I know what I would do or at least the old me would do. But the new me doesn't want the same things as the old me. The new me wants better for herself. And so I'm trying to look at God and I'm like, okay, well, you would know what's best for me. What am I supposed to do? And it seems like with this extra time that I've been given to recover from, you know, my head injury, 
I'm basically having the opportunity to give God more of my time and not just in the way that I'm used to of like sitting with him and going on walks and reading my Bible and listening to sermons like no like I'm this has become a hands-on approach like going to this conference going to church going to small groups like going to young adult night I'm actually getting up and physically going places to meet with other people who are trying to do the same thing I'm doing and that's very very different for me when I've adjusted to basically doing life without other people having to do it all on my own and I just really try to remind myself like God is the same yesterday today and tomorrow and that seasons may change but he does not and it's just working on trusting that he's got this like as Leela said, she's like, you're frustrated because you know you can't do this yourself. You can't do it by yourself and you don't know how it's going to get done. And you feel like you have to figure it out. But gosh, just telling you to like wait and trust him and that, you know, he's already made a way. And I'm like, okay, like that brings me a lot of comfort. But once again, it's like, how do I get there? How do I get there? What do I need to do to get there? And sometimes it's just not always doing something but working on being like who I am on a day-to-day basis like how am I filling up my own cup but then people are like you know God loves when you're empty so he can fill you up and I'm just like at this point where I can't keep trying to fill myself up I'm so tired I'm so tired I even hate the fact that I feel so tired because I know like everybody else is doing stuff like I haven't been to work in a while and you know everyone's having to cover like my my area of where I would be putting in you know my efforts and I'm like I can't think of everyone right now I can only think about myself and then I'm just like well obviously I can't even just take I can't take care of Kate uh I cannot take care of myself by myself like I can but that's me trying to do everything and I'm not necessarily supposed to live my life like that so I'm trying to like give God some of these problems and say like I know you're gonna handle it you just tell me what to do and then sometimes he tells me what to do I'm like "Mm, I don't like that I do not like that but working on just being a living sacrifice and knowing that already my life is not my own so I might as well just try to live it the way God wants me to live it or intends for me to live it and learn more about myself and him throughout that process rather than being on the other side of things and being clueless and wondering like why things are the way they are like I'm not gonna have all the answers now following Christ but at least I know like I don't have to know all the answers and I can always seek those answers most definitely but like I'm just very grateful knowing that I'm not completely in control of my life. That's all I'm going to say. But it's funny. I've been trying to work on not saying but, um, and like. And here I am saying but, um, and like. I had another talk with my mom because I made a... I chose an action that told me I made a decision, which was in a matter of three seconds and I really freaked out and I told my mom and I was like I feel selfish for the decision I made like I didn't want to have to be in the position to make that decision and we were working on just not feeling 
rejected and abandoned and upset when I stand on my boundaries for myself. And it's not a bad thing to want things that are healthier and better suited to the lifestyle that I'm trying to cultivate for myself. Especially, ooh, what truck is driving by? Is that UPS? Give me one moment, guys. I already know what got delivered, and it kind of made me think of the story I was just telling you guys. But, um, 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 um. Yeah, man. I'm just at a point where I'm trying to, like, choose things that make me happy, that are fulfilling, and are getting me to where I'm trying to go. And just this pruning, this pruning I'm going through. It's like my arms and legs are being cut off and I'm growing better ones, stronger ones. Things are that things that are more proportional to my body. I don't know, that was a bad example, but it sucks. It genuinely does not feel good because I'm like, I know this and I also know that it's not working and I just want to make it work. And everything isn't about what I do to make something work. I can't be the only one. It has to be a team effort. And it's just really frustrating because I feel like I'm very vulnerable. I feel like I'm very articulate and I'm very transparent for the most part as of lately. Um, sometimes I struggle with that because I don't want to open up. But basically I just felt like I wasn't being honored in my requests in this specific relationship. Oh, this is uncomfortable to talk about. I and especially with a particular boundary that I had set that just was being broken repeatedly. And I'm like, why? Like, why? And it just really upset me and made me mad. And usually I go out of my way to like communicate that. Or, you know, have a discussion about it or speak up to my feelings. But this time I just, I just, I just went, I left and it didn't feel good. It made me feel guilty. It made me feel sad on top of the anger I felt and then it also made me feel like disappointed because I'm just like it doesn't matter how many times I say it like I can't change you and that's not saying this person isn't a good person with a kind soul or anything like that it's more so that the signs that were not aligned in very important areas for me just keep popping up even more and I'm like once I see something I can't unsee it like I'm already aware and just because I want to keep something so bad doesn't mean like I should keep myself in unhealthy situations but I never came to that full decision of like what I was gonna do if I was gonna stay or if I should go because obviously like I wanted to stay like I want to make it better but things can't be one-sided and this sucks uh, ew 
this is one of those moments where I'm working on like being open with you guys. And yeah, I made a decision and ultimately like in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, what does this person think? How is this affecting them? Oh my gosh, like they still have to make it through their work day with this on their mind and maybe I should reach out and check on them. But I was like, that's not my problem. And in that moment, I had my own problems that I was trying to solve and figure out. And it's not my fault that in that moment, that person, you know, crossed a boundary line. And I have not spoken to that person since I did send the last message. I said, thank you. But they haven't responded. And I've really just kind of given it to God because... In our young adult night, there was a couple things. <laughs> they said a lot, but one thing was like, what is that one thing that is keeping you from like following Jesus rather rather than just featuring him in your life? And I was like, woo. And I thought of a couple one things. I A few, actually. I thought about just accountability for where I allow things to happen or what I'm failing to do. I thought about... The people I surround myself with at times I thought about just vulnerability and control and being critical and judgmental so I was like dang like what are what are some of the areas of my life where I'm exhibiting these things and I'm just like, God, if this is one of my one things, like, as much as it hurts, help me to walk away so I can be where I need to be. Because they were talking about being fully equipped for, like, your battles and being prepared. And it's like, if you're lacking one thing, you're not fully equipped. But if you have something that you, you know, well, if you're not fully equipped, you're, like, unprepared, you have a higher risk of injury and you may be like forfeiting your right to fight and I want to be fully prepared for whatever is coming my way next I don't want to be distracted I don't want to be in an emotional state where I'm not able to function properly I don't want those things for me because I'm already fighting a lot and it's knowing what I'm supposed to be putting down and what I'm supposed to be picking up and right now I feel like I'm picking up a lot of good habits and to continue making space in my life I honestly have to be peeled away from the things that just don't work anymore and it's kind of hard to like know like I only know from my end like what's working and what's not and I felt like I've communicated that to the best of my ability and of course there were things that I could have definitely done better but it's in God's hands now and that is really hard for me to not being in a hands-on role of trying to find a solution to make it work because maybe that's just not what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm clearly supposed to just be focusing on my relationship with myself and with God and figuring out where I'm going. So that's been making my stomach hurt a little bit, a lot. But I also know that when one one door closes, another one opens. So, and I'm not and I'm not saying that means like 
straight into something new, but, or even if, I don't know. I'm not saying it has to do with like a romantic relationship at all. Just, I know that if I'm being asked to let go of something, something bigger and better is definitely coming in its place because I deserve those things and I'm worthy of those things. And it's not about all the things I'm going to be able to do. It's about all the things that I wasn't able to do and they still happen because God came through. I hope that makes sense. So I'm super dehydrated. I'm about to go bake some cookies for this road trip, but I wanted to record a little bit, get some things off my chest and hopefully I can maybe record tomorrow too, a small snippet of what Pio was like and the sermon tomorrow. And then I have small groups tomorrow too, so three opportunities for God to show up that I'm aware of, but I know he's working all the time. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And I hope you guys have a great weekend.